This is Dave Fleming at the Ingenuity Lab. Welcome to another episode of LifeWork, a podcast that explores ideas and insights at the intersection of who you are and what you do, your life work. Well, so how we doing out there? Social distancing, washing our hands. We're still making it through. We're still learning and watching this crisis unfold. And I wanted to talk to you about something today that I think is important, not only for this moment, but for the moments that are going to come after this crisis is over. So, you know, this is going to end, right? At some point, this is going to end. And then we will go back to living a certain way. We will forget certain things because the hardest thing to remember is to remember to remember. And we'll likely stop doing certain things that we started doing during the crisis that are really good things. Like, for instance, I'm sure everyone's practicing better hygiene right now. So let me ask you this. What are you doing right now that you should keep doing once the crisis is over? The time to really look at how you've adjusted your life during the crisis that could be beneficial to you after the crisis is over, the time to look at that is now. We tend to... um, change our behavior in a crisis. There is nothing like a crisis to grab you by the scruff of the neck and say, uh, right over here, come right over here, behave just like this right now. Because a crisis brings laser focus. If we're in a building and it's on fire, there is no mistaking what we need to do. We don't need to sticky, whiteboard, note-take, brainstorm, do human-centered design to figure out what to do. We get out of the building. Crises are tailor-made to capture and focus attention. They're also tailor-made to capture and focus our attention in a way that shifts how we behave. We often change our behavior during a crisis. And and I'm not really bemoaning that. That's a good thing. We're doing good things right now during this time of crisis, and we need to practice those. Now, when the crisis is over, some of the things we're doing, we don't need to continue to do. But what are you doing that you should continue to do? So let me give you a couple of ideas. What if after the crisis, social distancing could become times of solitude? Do you spend enough time alone just practicing daily or weekly solitude? Now, Even during this time of social distancing, it doesn't necessarily mean that isolation equals solitude. 
Those are different things. I can be at home and simply watch Netflix all day. That's not exactly solitude. So solitude is when I am really just with myself and my thoughts. No phone, no book, no journal, no nothing. As Blaise Pascal once said, all of man's woes initiate or come from the reality that he cannot sit quietly in a room and think. What if we could take the idea of isolation and flip it to solitude so that once we're through this crisis, we keep some of the distance that we are creating right now because of a crisis? What if we kept some of that? Now, don't hear me wrong here. I'm not saying you shouldn't have friends and you shouldn't go out and you shouldn't be in community with other people. Of course, we know that's also important. But what if we took an hour a week after the crisis and we positively isolated ourselves through solitude? Just being still, maybe being out in nature, maybe spending 20 minutes meditating every day. Just being with yourself in solitude. Uh, all the ancient gurus from religious traditions to philosophical traditions pretty much all agree. And when everybody agrees on something, it's worth really noting that solitude is an important part of a human's well-being the ability to be alone and to find that alone experience transformed from isolation into solitude. So, think about that. Could you practice solitude on a regular basis? Quiet, no machines, no devices, no nothing, just solitude. I got to tell you, I've gotten away from this because I can trick myself into believing that reading something good is solitude. And, and, and it is. It is in some degree. But there's nothing to substitute for time of quiet alone with your thoughts. And sometimes for some of us, the proposition of that might be a little scary to have no noise and to just sit and be. But that would be a good thing to keep beyond the crisis. Well, what, what are other things that you're doing right now? Maybe, maybe another one is you're really concerned about people you haven't thought of in a while. And you're reaching out to people virtually. And you're talking to people. And you're concerned about people. Sometimes the pressures of everyday life numb us to the circle of people around us that we care about. So thinking about other people and paying attention to other people and their well-being, their basic well-being, that's important right now too. And it's important after the fact. Sometimes I wonder if we act like there's a virus 
when there really isn't. And we socially distance ourselves when we really shouldn't. When a phone call or a text or an email or a cup of coffee or a beer sitting across from a friend is exactly what they need, what you need. I don't know all of the things that you're doing right now as a result of the crisis. Let's just throw hygiene in there. I think we're going to change some of our hygiene in America. That would not be a bad thing. We're not really good at that. Hey, if you own a business, why do you want people to come to work sick? Why, why, Why do you want that? Does your business model have such fragility to it that you have to have sick people come to work? That might be something to think about. It might be something to change on the other side of this. I don't know what they are for you, but I want you to consider, what is it you're doing right now that you should keep doing once this crisis is over? Think about it this week. And you just might come up with something that you'll keep for the rest of your life. This is Dave Fleming in the Ingenuity Lab. Thanks for joining me for another episode of Life Work.